Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast Salon, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online with their online store at ForecastSalon.com and check out their latest in innovation at Club Forecast Salon on Instagram. As this podcast goes to air, we've just moved through the first full moon of the year. It was in Leo and the sun sign in Aquarius. And there has been a great shift in the cosmos with Pluto. This is big. This is big, and this is going to be around for a while, the shift of Pluto into Aquarius. The last time Pluto had its full extensive transit in Aquarius was from the 1700s. Pluto has the longest orbit and likewise the largest impact of them all. Pluto represents all that exists beneath the surface. It's all about seeing new powers within yourself. Consciousness is definitely being stirred up. The energies of the Aquarian age are coming through. So it is a time to discover more about your own cosmic inner world. You'll notice many things completed. Pluto has a way of moving things out, things that aren't working for you, old friends, partners, projects. New energies are coming in to fill these gaps. More of your DNA will be opening up. Maybe you've even noticed it already in your body. Do you need to realign the way in which you stand? The full moon illuminated many of these feelings. It is a time to own your gifts. Don't play it small. Own your uniqueness. Tune in to the messages your guides and your higher self want to bring in. Stop doubting these messages. I see this all the time. The messages come in, people doubt them, they think they made it up, and that just lowers your vibration. This is a time that represents the death of the ego patterns and the rebirth of your soul's patterns. Anything you don't like about yourself can be reprogrammed with the higher vibration of energy coming in, especially as you let go of the old energy. Pluto's touch is far from delicate and it can feel like a wrecking ball, clever and calculating. We can expect all of us some radical dismantling to occur, as well as some extraordinary developments that may change life as you know it. So what does this mean? It's time to own who you are. This is really big for all of us, lightworkers, healers, energy workers, those of us outside the mainstream. It's a time of new spiritual growth. A time to peel back the layers of who you truly are. Dig deep into your soul. Not sure how? Don't have a spiritual practice? 
My next online intuitive path class will be a beginning class for spiritual development. It will launch in early March, the Radiant Light Method. Get on the wait list. Don't want to wait until March? I do have openings in my private mentoring program. Schedule a spiritual upgrade breakthrough call with me, and let's talk about how developing your spiritual practice can build confidence and strength within you. Links will be in the show notes. In today's episode, I thought I would bring in some ways to help you move through these changes, be open to new energy, and change up your space. With my guest, Julianne Siegel, her book, Change Your Space to Change Your Life, is a way to help you start to be more aware of your energy and the relationship you have to the energy all around you. In this episode, we talk about feng shui, clutter and how it affects you, energy, everything is connected. Three Secrets of Adjustment, The Romance Corner, The Bagua, Biophilic Design and How It's Related to Feng Shui, What You Can Do Right Now As We Start This New Year Off, and Why It Is Important to Get In Touch With Your Intentions and Goals. Before we begin, let's take a moment to pause, breathe, and set an intention for where you are right now. So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale, breathing up the body. And as you exhale, call all your energy into you. Taking another deep inhale, breathing up the body. Exhale, pulling all that energy in, call in your spirit. Feel the spiritual body aligning right on top of the physical body, the emotional, the mental bodies, all in alignment. Inhale, taking another deep breath. And as you exhale, dropping right into the heart, right into the deepest part of your heart. Feel that connection, your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are loved, guided, supported. Feeling all this energy coming in around you as we call in the masters, the teachers, the archangels for joy and love, the crystal beings for amusement, magnification, calling in your higher self to align your energy, taking another deep inhale and exhale right in the deepest part of your heart. Take a moment and notice. Notice where you are in this great wheel of life. What do you need to let go of? What is old and just taking up space? Where can you release this energy so that you can bring in new inspiration, new light, new joy? Taking a moment and setting this intention for you feeling it, seeing it, hearing it, knowing it, and allow the elevated emotions of how you want to feel to radiate out all around you, setting this energy for you, 
Taking another deep inhale and exhale, bringing that breath all the way down, grounding with Mother Earth. Feel your heart open. Feel the energy of the third eye. And as you're ready, blinking the eyes, back open, coming back. guest today, Julie Ann Siegel, is an interior decorator, feng shui consultant, and the owner and president of the design firm Metro Interiors. She received her BFA in interior design from Northern Illinois University and has served on the advisory board for the Century College Interior Design Program. She is certified as a feng shui consultant through the Wind and Water School of Feng Shui and is a member of the International Feng Shui Guild and the Feng Shui Institute of the Midwest. For over 30 years, Julianne has enjoyed taking the stress out of making design changes. With her fun shui approach, she makes the design process simple and lovable. Listening to each client's needs, she's inspired in a unique way to choose colors, materials, fabrics, and art to create a new space. Trustworthy and dedicated, Julianne values relationships formed with clients and designs homes and businesses of their dreams. So let us welcome Julianne to the show. Welcome, Julianne. Thank you. It's so nice to have me on your show. It is so nice to have you on the show as well. I agree. And I've enjoyed chatting with you before you even hit record. And, you know, all of our coincidences and people we know and what we're doing in life. So I really do appreciate you. And welcome. You know what? We have not talked about feng shui in a while. So what a great conversation to start off on New Year. Congratulations on your book, Change Your Space to Change Your Life. How exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it was a long time coming, but it finally came. (laughs) Well, what led you to write the book? I guess I should actually say what led you to feng shui. Right. Well, those are two different questions. Um, but to start out, I, when I was a kid, I was maybe 16 years old, standing in my bedroom, or reading Louise Hay books at that time, Shakti Gawain, if you know, Living in the Light or Creative Visualization. And I was very intrigued with all this. And that's where I started my journey. And I thought one day, I remember standing there thinking, wow, what if I wrote a book one day? Like, that's when it came to my head. But it took many, many years to live this life and figure out what I was writing about and have things to write about. So that's the length of time to get all my wisdom out and talk about what I do. So I became a feng shui person. I first started in um, interior design, but I always had that spiritual aspect to me. So in the 90s, when I found out what feng shui was, I was so like it just hit me like you know when something like it's something you've always been looking for but never knew what it was and that's what you know I I went to feng shui school actually to help myself Mm. and I did help myself with that Um, but I immediately brought it into my interior design um, business and it really gave me uh, extra 
you know, flair, something different to add to interior design. And here I am today, and feng shui interior designer. I love that. And I do think it makes a difference. I really do. I mean, right away in your book, you talk about energy. Like, what is energy, right? And that's actually my topic. Right. But how do you look, look at that when someone comes to you about their interior design? And like, how do you explain that to somebody? Oh, my gosh. I just say everything is energy and everything is connected. Like, we're all so connected and we're so connected to our surroundings. And when we feel things out, it's not always about there's a lot of to know about feng shui to do things correctly, but also feeling things out because that's working with the energy and letting things resonate with you, what feels right. So I help people open up to their intuition. A lot of times they're like, you just do it. I'm like, no, let's kind of feel this out for you because it's your space. So. Yeah, I love that, right? Because it is, it is our space. And so we're the ones that have to live in and work in it and understand it. Yeah. So what are some of those principles of feng shui? Well, first of all, every, like I said, everything is connected and everything is energy. Like think about when you have a situation or maybe some of you have had this where you think of somebody and you hadn't seen them in years and all of a sudden the next hour they call you or you run into them. You know, that is an energy connection. I just want to put that together for you. Um, Your space is a reflection of your life. Therefore, if you change your space, you can change your life. The, The name of my book. Um, But if your external environment is not in sync with who you are, unbalanced or cluttered, it can cause a lot of havoc in your life. Um, Also, space should be organized as it is in nature. Maybe we could talk about biophilic design, too, because it kind of flows in with that. Um, You know, clutter causes confusion. Clutter, I mean. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about clutter for a minute, because some people don't understand what clutter has to do with like energy or their mind. You know, I've had this question all the time, like, well, what what does clutter have to do with like intentions or my mind or any of that? So, yeah, it is an energy property. Well, clutter, the way it affects you when you have to let's let's talk about maybe what is clutter first. You know, things you do not use or love you. You know, I always say, do you love it? Do you use it? If not, maybe it's time to let it go. Things that are untidy or disorganized, um, too many things in too small of a space so that you feel more, you feel constricted and not even realizing it sometimes. And anything unfinished, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. So the way clutter affects you when you're not in sync with all these things, it can make you tired and lethargic. You know, everything you own, whether it's in a basement or attic or storage room is still connected to you until you actually let it go and give it away. It's not in your subconscious. So it takes up a lot of, you know, room in your mind and your energy field. Um, It can keep you in the past if you're living with things that don't have anything nice to say to it. Say, you know, maybe a boyfriend from the past gave you something and it didn't end well. And you're always reminded of that when you look at this object Maybe it's time to let it go. You want to have things in your space that make you feel joyous and happy that have good memories attached to them. You know, clutter does a lot more, like I said, congestion. Like if your space is congested, it can also congest your body and it can affect your body weight. One big thing, create anxiety and nervousness. Um, It's causes extra cleaning, <laughs> you know, more stuff you have, it makes yeah. you disorganized. I mean, I can go on and on and on. 
about. Yeah, no, I agree. And I know when my kids were here for the holidays, we went through boxes of their stuff. And I'm sitting here now with one big, huge container of pictures and trying to go through them. Now, some of them like do bring up good memories and some like, ah, this was a hard time in my life. Throw it out. Right. right? But it is things like that. So even though we want to keep everything, we really can't. And and you got to remember when you leave this world, you don't take these things with you. And there's something called Swedish death cleaning. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. That is like, a concept where you, you know, make it easier for your kids when or who's ever left behind when you pass to start really letting go of those things that, you know, they're not going to want. I mean, this is maybe when you're a little bit older or whatever that you're, you're, you know, that you don't need or like and make it more simple because we leave these things for people to, you know, deal with. And it's not always pleasant, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah, I I came to help my parents here, which is why I'm still here. But I know when I had to move, there was so much stuff of theirs, right? And it got, you know, down to the wire. It's just like, donate it, move it, take it, right? And so I am still kind of going through some of that. Pictures, frame pictures. It's like, oh my gosh, how do you give away generational pictures? Like, again, I guess I'm stuck on the pictures (laughs) right now because I still have been clearing. Maybe your kids want some too, so... Yeah. yeah, I have one son that takes everything and one daughter that doesn't. So yeah, I, I hear you on that. But I do think it's important. I know in my workspace and I know I'm I'm of the generation of print everything out papers, right? right? I'm a big paper collector. I'm the same. I'm similar. I'm trying to make those changes. Yeah. So even that, even old files, it's like, get rid of them. It's like, you know, right. sometimes I think it's like, well, you want new clients? Clear out that's all the old stuff, right? Make new room. Yeah. And that's a feng shui thing. You do. I do that yeah. once a year. I let go of clients I haven't heard from from a long time. I put them in a storage area and then I throw old, old ones away. But um, then yeah. I, you got to make room, you know, in feng shui Definitely. too. If you want to, if you want to call in a partner, say you're single, you need to make room in your home for another person, you know, physically even. Yeah, we could talk about that. That's a good topic for me, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's apply that idea when we talk about like the feng shui bagua, right? How we look at that and where is that romance corner? Well, it is in the right back corner of your space. So what the bagua is a tool or a map that you can lay over your floor plan. And it's a grid divided into nine equal spaces. And um, each area corresponds to a specific life area. So you could set up your home by placing specific objects in these areas. And so the area of relationship would be the right back corner of your space, starting with from your front door. Now, if you're, um, you know, if you're going up the stairs, the bagua is going to change. There's, you know, my chapter eight of my book talks all about bagua and the different nuances that you have to know to lay it out. But, you know, in general, from your front door, if you find the back right corner on that level of your home that would be your relationship area so Mm, just happens to be my bedroom and that's a great place (laughs) you know what that's a great place to have a bedroom so you got to make sure you have you know two nightstands do you have that you have a solid headboard because solid Mm, I've got a headboard it's more on the wall than a solid headboard more on the wall you mean it's just attached to the wall it is attached to the wall. Yeah. It's more decorative. That's okay. You're saying it's okay. just not attached to the bed. Right. That's right. fine as long yeah. as it's solid. Okay. It is solid. Yeah. Great. And that's good because that makes you feel more supported in your life. Okay. Um, 
you don't want to have single photos of like a single animal or single person. You want to have a couple. Mm. Do you have anything like that in your room? <laughs> I'll have to check on that. I, I don't. Um, yeah. Have a nice yeah. I'm going to check on that. that. Feel like you could do a piece of art or it could be a print. It doesn't have to be like an original piece, but of a couple where you feel really connected um, where you feel like that's your partner in that picture, even though it may not be a picture, a photo or um, painting of you, but you can feel the energy of what you want your relationship to feel like. And that's helped me over great the years idea. too. So. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So this is a great suggestion for the romance corner. And obviously there are other corners in the house, the abundance corner, right. the health corner. Well, Right. And so there, your book offers many suggestions right. for that. And there's different colors associated with each area. So you can use that color, an object of that color. You can paint a room if it makes sense of that color um, to put intention into that space, because that's what you're doing when you're doing this. You're living intentionally and putting the intention of what you want to have happen in your life. This is what you also mean by a feng shui adjustment. So Correct. if I want to go and create that space and upgrade my room, that would be an adjustment. You would make an adjustment every time. Like you don't have to make a million adjustments. You got to get the basic, you know, like the bed in the right position and some basic things. But then say you want to put your intention that you want to call in a partner. Maybe you do it with a piece of artwork, like I said, of the couple that feels like what you want. So when you put it up, there's something called the three secrets of reinforcement. So every mm. time you make an adjustment, you want to place an object, you know, you want to feel good at that time. You don't want to be tired or hungry or whatever. Then you want to think of your intention and imagine as if it already happened. So that's step two. And then what we say is a Sanskrit saying, and we say it nine times. Why nine times? Because in China, nine is a very auspicious number. So what we say is Omani Padmi Hum nine times and that is in my book spelled out <laughs> for you um but you do that because you want to just be able to do a little ceremony and then let go because you don't want to keep asking and asking because the more you ask the less likely it's going to come to you. you need to give space for the answers to come to you and trust right yeah yes exactly yeah. trust and faith and all that comes into play <laughs> yeah those are the three secrets i love that i took yeah. notes for sure yeah definitely now you do talk a little bit about your own life and how you learn through this and we definitely have that matching picture about going through a divorce so tell yeah. us a little bit if you could share if you don't mind about how feng shui really helped you to create your ideal life after that well it was a hard time but I did take care of myself at that time. I really pulled inward for a couple of years. And um, when I got divorced, I let my ex-husband have everything pretty much, all the dishes. I mean, I brought a couple pieces, my favorite pieces of art and a couple of favorite serving dishes and nothing else. I let him have all the furniture, even though I didn't have extra money for furniture. I did buy an inexpensive bed that looked nice, but it wasn't my dream bed <laughs> um, for my new apartment when I got divorced. And when I knew I was already certified in feng shui, so I knew to look for an apartment that supported me because you know, let's face it, most of the people that go through divorce, it can cost you financially and emotionally can be emotionally draining. And so I needed to be supported. So I did find a wonderful apartment that just came to me, you know, I thought about it for months, 
up to that point. So when it was time, it just it manifested very quickly and it did have an extension in wealth. So an extension oh. is when um, the Bagua extend, extends past the nine equal squares in an area. That means it can be a blessing. An extension mm. is a blessing. And so I it, it had that. And then I didn't have really any money to do furniture. So I got, went into my apartment with nothing, um, but kept everything clean and neat and put away, organized the things I did have. And I, I didn't really have the money to get anything except maybe a couple pieces of artwork. And I chose to do artwork because art inspires me. And I knew mm. I could make my feng shui adjustments with that. So one of the pieces was this vivid um, floral arrangement. It was a painting, original painting that I got a good deal on. And it had the color purple in it because the purple is the area for abundance. And I placed that with the intention. I did my three secrets of reinforcement and I knew I had the extension and wealth. So within one year, my business quadrupled after that. And awesome. the following year, the apartment building I lived in hired me to design all the hallways on 20 floors of the building. So like a lot of good things happened to me after that. Um, so I just stayed calm and had faith and put my intentions out there while I went through divorce and everything came to fruition in a very beautiful way. So mm, I love that. And I love the faith that you had in the way that it, you found it multiplying for you. And even right. the choices, I love that because art is inspiring. It really does touch our soul in a way that does help us to keep lifted in energy. And that's really important. So right. here's a question. I have a picture I took, it's a photograph, it's framed and it's jewelry, it's all hearts. And it's in the shape of a heart. Beautiful. I, I love worked for that. a company a long time ago. Now, should that go in my romance or should that go in my abundance? It's gold jewelry, most of it. It's gold jewelry and it's it's real pieces. It was, it, it. it was, it's a photograph, photograph of real of pieces, pieces. Got yeah. it. And it's that end up, so it's all been pushed together, but the shape is a heart. I would put it in romance because it's the heart and because also gold is more of a earth. Well, it depends how gold it is. If it's more yellow, it's mm. an earth tone. Um, and so that an earth tone, each area of the Bagua has different elements that you can add also. So to me, it feels more like going into partnership area. Mm, I love that. All right. That's going to be moved. It's a bit yeah. of my abundance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I love this. And I think that this is a great example for those that are listening that, you know what, you can make the adjustments and you can reach out to you to help, right? And look at right. the book and find ways that you can shift it up. And I think that your point, even like you were just saying about your own story is like, we don't have to start big and we don't have to go out and get everything. We can just start with a few things and it's more the intentions and having that faith and chanting. I love the idea right. of nine chants. I love the Om Mani Padme Om. So I think that's a really great idea of how this can work and what can come forward. Right. It's really great manifestation tool. You know, there's so many tools to manifest these days and I know different ones, but working with feng shui is one way and it's very powerful. I um, agree. And especially as we come in, you know, with this new year and the new season and new ideas, everybody's all excited. I think it's a great way to then kind of apply it to what you're doing for the new year and how you can rearrange and readjust and make these adjustments for your life. We all get so excited at the beginning of the year. So right. let it carry through for sure. So you did mention the idea of biophilic design. Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, that was 
um, created by a biologist named Edward Wilson from the 1980s. And biophilic design is, means love of life or living systems. And it's about using nature in your spaces. And you get a lot of positive things happen when you use nature in your spaces. The benefits are that it calms the nerves. Um, it creates positive mental, emotional, and physical health, increases mental alertness. Um, reduces anxiety. It can even lower heart um, rate and blood pressure. So those are just a few of the benefits you get from using nature. So you can use actual plants and um, plants also clean the air. So that's a really good positive benefit of that. But um, you can also do like an herb garden in your home. Maybe your kitchen, it smells good and use certain scents that, you know, even in spaces I've heard that you can have scents brought in that have that nature smell to them. You can also bring nature in by using organic forms in your fabrics. Maybe your fabrics or wall coverings or rugs have like a stones in them or rocks, um, you know. The I use rocks and stones all over my house. Yeah, so there you go. Too. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. another way to do it, right? Yeah. I got them all yeah. over. And, you know, I think we all see that around the holidays, especially with the Christmas trees and the wreaths and all the, the garland and all. And maybe sometimes we forget. We throw it out and then we forget. But what a great reminder as we, you know, we come into this new season. What a great reminder to bring that in and keep it going. Right. Exactly. And it just feels good. Like for a long time, I quit using plants, even though I loved them. And then I had a boyfriend at one time brought brought him back into my life, showed me how to care for him better because I think that was the problem. <laughs> I wasn't so good. I loved him, but I wasn't so didn't have the green thumb. But he taught me some tips and tricks to, you know, and I, I use my intuition when I water them, how much water I watch the plants. And it really it makes a huge difference in your home when you have that going on. You know, you don't have to have a jungle. It could be a few plants, even using silk and latex floral arrangements could give that feeling if you don't like taking care of mm, I've not heard that for feng shui silk and latex plants I've always heard real yes. or not yeah yeah you just don't no you can use those you just don't want to use dry okay. the dried dead energy because they're real plants that are not living mm. so you don't want to I do use a little dry I've done gorgeous yeah like some of the, like the baby's breath or the eucalyptus. I guess I need to keep it in water longer than. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And little bits of that. Sometimes I'll put little bits, but the overall okay. will not be that. I have had gorgeous floral arrangements made where I use bamboo and stones and pieces of jewelry and you add it to it and can create something very unique and unusual, but, you know, give you that same feeling. Yeah. What great idea. So here we are in this new year. What would be maybe one suggestion overall? <laughs> one suggestion? Um, well, to just let go of the things from the past, I think is really big because you want to go forward and bring in objects that are who you want to become. Maybe you are who you want to become and it's okay, but if not, you know, really look at the art on your walls and the objects in your home and let go of the things that don't serve you anymore. Yeah, I think that's good. Take an overall viewpoint and just look around. Overall. Yeah, and notice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we're so busy. I think COVID helped us tune into that a mm. little bit more. When we were stuck in our homes. People were more 
you know, looking around and thinking about it. Yeah, and probably even going back to the idea of clutter, because I know, you know, the Chinese New Year comes in and they always say, get all your cleaning done before the new season, right? So that's also another thing. Right, right. That is a Chinese. For sure. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, what great, great ideas and suggestions. And it is really a whole nother way to you know, kind of look at your environment and how you are living. And sometimes we just get too busy, right? And we just stuff it in, stuff it in, stuff the closets, right? And so we forget that what it really does to our own mental state, it's very important to really go through and take an assessment. And, you know, I think that, yeah, I will take some of your suggestions and make a few adjustments and really have that intention as I open up to this new year. For sure. One other thing um, is, Besides the clutter is, you know, are there things broken or need repair in your home? So in feng shui, we want to always keep things in good repair and fix them. For example, if you have a broken doorknob going into your bedroom and every time you open that door and it's frustrating and all of a sudden the knob falls off, you walk into your bedroom, that energy just doesn't stop there. It goes right into your room of what your bedroom with you. So what that you don't want that frustration in that bedroom. All right, so I have a door that won't stay open. I have to use a doorstop. Oh, can is there a way to fix it? I don't know. I haven't been able to. Maybe get a handyman type person and see if they What would that say that, that I keep closing it off? So it won't open. It won't stay it won't it won't stay open. It automatically closes. It autom- that's that's weird cuz that's about energy flow too. Yeah. So it could be um, stopping you from certain opportunities, you know, you don't want blocked. I do. Yeah. I use a doorstop, but uh, cute little piece of art. Oh, but it's a single. It's like a bird. Maybe I should put two birds there. Oh, two birds. Until I can get a handyman. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Got my thinking going for sure. Yeah. Well, Julie, I love it. And I think that's part of it too. The creativity, the opening up to the possibilities It's just another way to really appreciate our environment and how we live. And I know in the winter, you know what? It can be feeling isolated and feeling lonely, but what a great thing to really offer yourself just to kind of clean up your environment. Yeah, and feel good. Have good lighting in your house. The right lighting that you have options in every room to turn some lamps on, overhead lighting, reading lighting, you know, can really make you feel good, especially in these winter dreary months at times to just feel better with the right lighting. I just, I don't know. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. I'm big on color lights. So I have color lights all over my house. Yeah. And can change them and adjust them. Yeah, for sure. And it gives you different moods and feelings. Yeah, it does. Different energies. Yeah. Help you. It pulls up your energy. Yeah. So another way to do that. But there, I think there are so many ways to look at it. And really, I think part of it is you, you know, individually looking at your own self. Where am I now? What do I want to do? What is my energy and the energy of my home? home telling me and this doesn't have to limit itself to the home your office your business your work right, right everywhere for sure right yeah definitely um, yeah I've used feng shui in my business a lot and that's been pretty good too I've you know after my divorce I didn't know if I was able to keep my business going and I have my business I've had it now for almost 32 years mm. so <laughs> you know after divorce like I I had no idea I was going to be able to keep that right. going and it, and it's still, I've been divorced 14 years. Totally get that. Yep, for sure. I've been, yeah, yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, how awesome. What a great conversation too. I just love all that you've talked about with us today. And where would you like me to direct people to find your work? What's going on? What are you offering? So I, um, my website is metrointeriors.com. 
is my website. My email is julie at metrointeriors.com. If you go to my website, the front page, there's an area to sign up for my newsletter, which I send out every other month, unless there's some event going on that I want people to know about. So I don't oversend things, but to sign up there to find out about different things. Cause in the new year, I'm going to, I also teach vision board class um, to help people. And I get them to think about their homes as well as their whole life. I'm going to be teaching it with Kelly White who um, does a show every Monday night with James Von Prague. And together we're going to be doing an online vision board class on the Chinese New Year on February 10th. So it's going to it's gonna be a really fun class. Oh. I encourage you to look into it. It's going to be affordable and fun. Oh, that sounds fun, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, just sign up for the newsletter. I am available for virtual consults. I've been doing more and more virtual consults and helping people. Look, I could still see the home and they send me photos and we talk about it and I help them, you know, get clarity about what they want to have happen. And we start working on it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to ask if you did consults, yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, how exciting. I will have all the links in there. And that sounds like a great time of uh, February 10th to do the vision boards and get in a group and yes. magnify that energy. And of course, I love James Van Prague's work for exactly. sure. Yep. Definitely. Right. How awesome connected. Yeah. yeah that is really great. Yeah. yeah. So as we go to close the show, I do like to come back and ask this question and leave our listeners with an uplifting thought. How would you say that the work that you're doing with change your space to change your life and feng shui and all can help to empower the spirit right now. I think it helps people to find more clarity, flow and harmony in their life and to feel good about themselves. So, you know, when you do that, you feel good about yourselves. It's another level of taking care of yourself. Yeah. And I agree. When you feel good about yourself, you can attract in what you want for sure. Right. Yeah. Working on self-love, right? Self-love, 100%. Yes. Well, Julianne, thank you so much for joining us today. I love it. I can't wait to get this episode out. Thank you to your spirit. Okay. Thank you so much, Terry. Have a great day. You too. Namaste. Yes. Everything is energy. Everything is connected and we are connected to our surroundings. Notice for yourself how shifting energy in your home and your work can bring in more clarity, how it will help you to feel good about yourself. Self-love is so important. This will allow you to work with an energy that feels right for you. Let go of the old, bring in the new and inspiring things for you. All the links for Julie are in the show notes. And if you're interested in creating a sacred space and beginning your spiritual path, you're going to need it this year. Reach out and schedule your complimentary call with me. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Tarian Hyman. To your spirit, namaste. With this new season, I have a few openings for my Empowered Spirit Private Mentoring Program, a program that will help you transform your life, leave your old story behind, find trust in your inner guidance, and live your dreams, not someone else's, all by building a spiritual practice tailored for you. And be sure to schedule your 2024 Projection of Energy session. Get an intuitive reading. Links will be in the show notes.